really killing it these days. Is it recorded? Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. This is episode eight. Whoa. I can't believe we're at episode eight. And uh, today's question pertains to senior projects. I know that the, uh, the application is due on Tuesday. And so I'm interested, if, if, if money wasn't an issue, time wasn't an issue, space wasn't an issue, like, not, like there is absolutely no barriers to this project taken. Everyone's on an equal playing field. What would be the best senior project and what would you want to gain from that experience? All right, I'm sorry I underestimated the quality of a conversation about senior projects, because that's a good question. Um, I think that if there were no barriers on my senior project, that I would work for, like, Hillary Clinton for a week <laughs> and just be with her. <laughs> um, and I feel like it would be a really cool experience to work in politics. Like, my, I mean, because I don't know if that's something that I actually want to do. But I do know that it's something that I, I enjoy, so I would want to try it out. And my sister worked for um, Alison Schwartz last summer, and she said it was one of the, and she doesn't want to go into politics, but she said it was one of the coolest experiences of her life, and I feel like it's something that I would enjoy just as much. So that's what I would do. While I respect Shira's idea, and I am not disvaluing it in any way, for me personally, I feel like I have the rest of my life to work. So for a senior project, I would want to do something completely different. And this is something I've wanted to do for like the past four years. I would backpack either Europe or somewhere in Asia. So in Asia, that would be an outdoorsy. Europe, it would obviously be like cities and just getting a URL, pass, whatever, and just backpacking through. I even have a path planned out. But the thing about Senior Project is, well, first I have APs, so that changes the time. But then also you need a sponsor. It needs to be, like, generally safe. I want to do something risky and dangerous and something not related to my education in the traditional sense or work in the traditional sense because this would educate me and change my life in a way that I wouldn't be able to get in a classroom or in a university. I think I would also, I would do something like that, but I'd probably do just like a cross-country road trip because I feel like it would give me... Um, experience dealing with things that I don't have to deal with in school, like what happens if you're in the middle of a highway and you like, you have a flat tire or something. And um, it's also a lot of fun. And so I think that working gives you good experience, but it, like, I'm looking for a type of experience that I like, can, like, that I don't know that I need, you know? I guess the question is, how do you, how do you know what you don't need? Uh, how, no. how do you know, how do you, say that again, what did you just say? Um, I want experience that I don't know that I need. How do you know, how do you get to know that? You have to do what? stuff. Huh? Yeah, you just have you to like, do stuff. Because like, you don't do know what? when you're going to run into know. problems. <laughs> so, I don't know, just going to a place where there could like openly be so many happen. problems. What does that look like? You can't make it look a like something. There, are problems. I think there, there could be problems with anything though. I mean, that, 
Well, yeah, but there's less likely to be problems if you're like sitting in an, like at a desk watching someone. Well, that's just boring. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, what I'm actually doing is I'm doing I'm like interning for the vice president treasurer of Bryn Mawr, so I'm going to do data analysis on expensive that sort of thing. And for me, I would probably be more stressed out about like getting a number wrong than like being in in a near death situation in the camp. In like, really? Yes. Wow. Okay. I don't know if everyone could say that. <laughs> you would you would feel more scared getting yeah. a number wrong. Everybody die. Sorry. Everybody dies and everybody almost dies. It's all about how you. Sorry. This but is you, not about your new project. But to know like you, how you feel in those situations. Generally, yes. What'd you say? Yes. You yes. Almost died. Yeah. Wow. How? Can you pause it? No, no. Do, oh, I have, do I have the power okay. to do that? You can't pause. Okay, fine. Okay, my house was broken into, and my sister and I were, like, in genuine danger, and it was scary. Really? Yeah. Why are you in the house? What did yeah, you do? Yeah, we were kids, so we called... I mean, luckily, my sister's more responsible than I am, especially as a child. Um, so she called the police. I was like, it's just a broken window. Everything's fine. She's like, no, how do you not get that we're, like, being... I don't know, that we're in danger. So we went to our neighbor's house... And then we just waited for the police to get there, and that and you was. Stressed at all. I was not because I was stupid. Yeah. I didn't understand what was happening. But yeah, but yeah, not like you didn't understand. But what if someone was holding a gun to your head and you understood exactly what was happening? Yeah. Would you still be more stressed out when looking at a calculator. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, yes. Wow. Is it okay to ask the questions more about this? Yeah. Because it's now already being recorded now. No one, yeah. Do you feel like you learned? Do you learn something from that? Like that? Did, did that harden you? <laughs> yeah, this is getting deep, but uh, yeah, for sure. I'm scared all the time about people bringing in my house now. You, is it is it is it only at your house, or do you feel like you have a general like pervasive oh. sense of fear? No, I no, I think that's true. I yeah, I well, I think that. I mean, I was like, I don't know if this was like fourth grade. Yeah, now we're just talking about the no, a traumatic goes experience. Back, goes back, goes back. Okay, fine. Um, but I was, um, I don't know. Basically, I learned from a young. I mean, like, especially when I was, I don't know. It was probably second or third grade. Now I don't really remember. But um, I, I don't know. I just learned from a young age. It didn't seem like a big deal. But then I learned that yeah, like there are bad people out there. People who are going to try to hurt me for no reason. Right. So I, yeah, so now I'm genuinely scared of strangers and stuff like I, that. The reason, so. why I'm, the reason why all of this goes, and I'm going to get to you, is because a lot of what people say they want, and I think, I think Nancy just said it, is that they want to feel, they want to feel close to that fear. There's something about fear, I think as you were saying, being in an environment where you're not really sure what's going to happen is something that I think teenagers find attractive. And I wonder, does that come, it's not, it's not dissing anyone, this or anybody else, but I'm saying, I wonder, I wonder, does that come from a place of, because you've never experienced, from a, does that come from privilege? Or is that something that is a genuine, genuine desire that you feel can make you a better person? Because I think that if you're, if you're someone that has experienced what you experienced, then is it no, is it, it's no, it loses attractiveness. <laughs> right? So I wonder, That's is true. that a genuine desire? Is that desire come from a place of like, oh, I've actually never really experienced true 
death-defying fears, and therefore it's attractive. Does that make sense? I think that, oh. Sorry, Lizzie, I think this one responds. Yeah. Oh. Is this a good enough yeah. All right, yeah. So, the key difference, I think. Ooh. <laughs> the key difference between Shear's fear of messing up a number and, like, uh, Bridget's idea of, like, possibly a flat tire on the highway, I feel like, for Shira, it's like there's something planned, and she's worried that she'll mess up the plan because you have to follow a protocol to get the number, right? Mm -hmm. But Bridget's, it's like something unplanned, and you have to deal with the unplanned circumstances. Right. So what I'm saying is that the design, see, her situation was also unplanned, right? You didn't plan for something to happen. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, I, and I, I wonder is the desire to have this kind of like spontaneous, like, oh, something bad may happen, and that's gonna be great. I wonder if that desire comes from a place of privilege. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, because if you, you I don't want to be in danger. You weren't exposed to it. It's not like I want to be in danger, so you but you in, in proximity to it. No, no, no I don't want to be in danger at all. I guess there's always that fear of danger, but there's also the fear, like there's also like the possibility that something really awesome can happen. Oh, or, yeah. Fragile. It's like you just don't know what's going to happen so if you go either yeah. way. Which is yeah. why people like doing new things. Because you can find something that you really love or something that you really hate. For me, it's like I want to do a challenge. So I don't like having a plan because then I know what's coming and I can prepare myself. I don't want to be prepared. I want to face something and have to make a split-second decision because I like working under that pressure and I like the idea of I don't know what's going to happen next. It's up to me to decide. I do think that there is an element of privilege coming into this. Like, we have less opportunities to come in contact with these things, but at the same time, I believe that the desire to be challenged is an innate human desire because when you are challenged, that's when you find out who you are. When you're in a fight, when you're in a violent conflict, it is you versus the other person, and when you come out, you know where you stand in relation to the other person. That's what challenges do, and as adolescents, as AP Psychology will teach you, uh, we are in this period of self-discovery where we need to find out where we fit into the world, how we relate to our peers, how we relate to our families, how we relate to others in an intimate um, environment, um, all sorts of things. Um, when you're younger than that, when you're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, it's more about basic motor skills and being able to cut the straight line with a pair of scissors, read a book, you know, it's more like, oh, can I have these basic skills? But once you're past that, once you hit puberty, it's all about where do you fit into the rest of the world and how do you relate to other people? And right. so I think that while um, the status of privilege does definitely prevent our group, our school, our peers from having the same challenges like on, let's say, a day-to-day -day basis, I do think that the looking for challenges is something that's innate to all people, especially at this age when you want to see how you can think on your toes, how you can go out and deal with things. I wonder, though. Because if you think about someone who grew up in an environment in which they're constantly challenged, do they do they still want do they still want challenge? No, they want security. So okay, two separate mm. ideas. You say you say challenge, and you say you say yes. Well, I agree to some extent. Like security, yes, but like I think it's it's harder. Actually, now I was gonna say I think it's harder to go from 
always being challenged and becoming like complacent. But then I, I think it's equally as hard to go from never being challenged in a situation where you're constantly like you. I think you see that with privileged kids. Like you see, you see it where someone's never been put in a situation where they've had to had to be challenged, and when they are, that's when they struggle. I think it can go both ways. I, I don't know. <laughs> There's something that's known in the psychology world again as the hierarchy of needs, where person, this um, psychologist Maslow, um, said, all right, there's a theoretical pyramid right here, and it's a hierarchy of needs. Like, you've got your basic needs down here, and then once you satisfy those needs, then you can go on to the next level, the most basic needs being, like, food, water. And after that, he said, he said maybe it's security, and then it's family, and then it's friends, and then after that, it's self-discovery and self-confidence and achievement and everything after that. So everything is in a, in a hierarchy. Once you've met those basic needs of security, food, water, friends, family, once you have those, then you can say, all right, now let me see where do I fit into everyone else. Yes, well... Another psychology term is um, <laughs> adaptation. So people adapt to the way that they live. So if someone lives their life with a different type of challenge than us, they kind of adapt to it. So say I live um, in a really safe area, and my challenge is that I have to go to school and work, like like do hard intellectual work or something. It's Then I adapt to doing that work, but someone who lives in a bad area and their main um, issue is that they have to like be safe on the streets, they adapted that. So they are probably looking for a, maybe an intellectual challenge while I'm looking for something that's mm -hmm. different. Like it's just a different type of challenge. So I wouldn't say that privilege makes you like want challenge. I would just say that it's a, it's a type of challenge that it might be surprising. Fits with your environment. Yes. What you've already adapted to. So this summer I met a girl who grew up completely different than I did, and she works three jobs, so she doesn't have financial security. How is she? She is my age. Oh my God. So the thing is, even though she grew up differently and she faced different challenges, she's not looking for intellectual pursuits. She doesn't have time for that. She has to get herself secure and stable. She has to work all those jobs. She spends all that time working the jobs and the rest of her time taking care of her younger siblings. She, does, she doesn't have a desire to have intellectual pursuits because she's so occupied with trying to obtain that security. So challenges becomes a function of time. Like, do you have the time for it, and therefore you, get, you want that? You understand know what I'm saying? So Can you maybe, elaborate? So the idea of... You wanting challenges, you want challenges. The reason why you think that is because you have time to think about that. Is that what you're saying? Because she, this, this young lady, she doesn't yeah. have the time to think about... Or the oh, security. Or the security yeah. to be like, man, I would love to go backpacking. I mean, yeah. she could still think that. She just may not have the time to actually do it. That's why I think it is a thing of privilege. Can you, but the, can you... I'm, I'm, again, I'm asking this question. I don't have an answer. But yeah. do you... Is it... Not that is it possible. Because that everything, anything's possible. But I wonder. <laughs> but I wonder. I wonder if that's even a thought. If you are working three jobs and you're just trying to get, are you thinking about backpack, backpacking? Is it? Is your brain? Is there space in your brain that you're thinking about, man? The Appalachian Trail. Like, is there? Is there, oh, is there she actually did. Space? She did talk about how she loves that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I was saying, like, maybe we should do it together. She's like, I can't right now. Mm -hmm. I have I'm to right get the money so. for it. 
So therefore, I do feel like it's a thing of privilege because if I went, my parents would pay for it. Mm. But she, she, she would have to work for months and save up right. for that kind of trip. I mean, I think that we can't assume that people that work very hard to do a lot to sustain themselves don't think about other things. But you know what I mean? Like, I I mean, I I am related to people, and I'm close friends with people that work every single day of their life, school and stuff. And even though they don't have any time, they still have dreams. And sometimes their dreams are just like. I really want to do this, but I also want to be financially secure in my future, and that's what I'm really looking forward. But I would also really like to be like a kindergarten teacher. You know what I mean? Right. And it's it's like things such as balancing what you need, what you need, and what you want. And I think sometimes that balance is a, is for us it kind of comes naturally because it's handled by our parents or handled by just coming to school and knowing that I don't have to worry about. Um, to pay paying for things because it's gonna just swipe the card. I won't have to see the dollar amount and all that type of stuff. But I mean, I think that everybody has space in their brain brain to, to dream. Has space in their brain to like. Maybe the I don't word know. Not space, the language. Yeah. I mean, maybe language, right? Because the only reason why I know about the Appalachian Trail is I went to a private school. The only reason why I know about. Princeton Review, because I went to private school. I just wonder, I wonder if, if you're not exposed to the language of challenge, what happens to your dreams? Hmm. I don't think there's any, like, doubt that anyone's thinking about it, that, like, oh, your circumstance is this, you must not be thinking about it. I think it comes from this idea that, like, we're surrounded by it. We're it's it's enforced or not enforced, but it's encouraged to like to think about this stuff. I mean, I think like definitely day to day GA. So I guess when it's my thought that like when you're put in a situation where you're where you're not encouraged to do that, or you're not encouraged to just, or you're not able to just think and just um, like be okay with thinking, like is. It is, I think it's a time thing, or like a, it's like um like a societal restraint. Like you're not... Priorities. Yeah, it's your priorities. Like you might be thinking about it, but not the way we think about it, because it's not realistic. Or maybe not, not that it's just not realistic, it's just not a good... Immediately accessible. A, immediately accessible, yeah. And right, and we're, we're, we're paying with a broad brush here. It doesn't mean that everyone right, is yeah. like that, <laughs> but I think, I think it's worthy of discussion. Um, if we go back to the language thing, um, thinking about children and how, like, they might not have the language of, like, yeah, they don't know what the view is or stuff like that. Not that they want to do that, but, um, for example, when they're dreaming of, like, what jobs they want, they might not know a whole ton of jobs, but, the, like, there might, be, there might be, like, ten kids who want to be a fireman in the same class because they know that they have heard of a fireman, so they're just like, oh, I, I'm looking up to that. So they might not know, like, I don't want, they, they might not be like, oh, I want to be a neuropsychologist because they don't know what that means, but they still have, like, a dream of being something. Of, like, like within what they know, they still dream, you know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. No, it's all, I think, but... So that's what you're talking about? Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's all, you think it doesn't relate, but it does. I think the idea that you have this time in your schedule where we say, listen, yeah. no more school. You don't have to come to classes anymore. You can go do whatever you want. 
That it's because all related. It's all how related. many people of those ten kids will become a fireman? And it's right. a requirement. You know, yeah, because life happens, and then you're like, I can't be a fireman. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or depending no, on. Yeah. Like or there's friend. not this. Again, and I talk about public schools. So I know this. So there's, or we don't have in our schedule. We we can allow right. seniors, the entire senior class. Right. To leave and do something like someone's working at a winery and someone is like working at like, like there's space to do that. So therefore, your dreams. We are allowing you the opportunity to dream wildly, right? So even though this conversation seems like it's not about senior project, it is because you all have this great gift that you could do that. And I wonder, I wonder what happens if to a, a, a someone. Who doesn't is in a situation in which they're not afforded that kind of space to do that. Yes, there's a dream happening, but I wonder is there something that there that this student is not being exposed to because they're not in the same structure as you? Because they don't know what a I don't know may not may not be familiar with the beauty of hiking. 40 miles in an athletic trailer. It's like, it's beautiful. You may not, that, that, there may be a student that would love that, but at this point of their life, know nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's directly related to privilege. Just like in New Cotton Project, when we're talking about books mm -hmm. or library, like you don't have your own personal library because if you're not privileged because you don't, you can't spend money on books that you, when you need to spend money on food and water and supporting your family like who's going to go hike the Appalachian Trail unless they have unless they can leave their work for mm -hmm. a week and go on vacation and hike mm -hmm. hike a trail mm -hmm. like you can't just pick a lot of people just can't pick up and leave and right. even if they could would you want to would that be the number one thing because yeah. there's so many other things you can experience right. like you could take a week off and like mm -hmm. I don't know Learn about another culture or something when right. it's like, I don't know. Right. It's just weird to me because, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm sure there's somebody who's going to the inner city to work with some, something, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, if, if we were in the inner city and, and they, we went to, I don't know, a school that wasn't, that didn't have, like, many students that were doing well, right? You said, okay, you have a senior project. How many of them would want to stay in the inner city? They would want to leave. Right. It's like it's, like, it's yeah. doing something different. It's, <coughs> no, right. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. It's just doing, and I think as like, young people, we're told that we don't have experiences, and, and because of that, sometimes we don't have, uh, we don't have the, we don't have the place to say things. Like, when, when talk, even like the talking, about, we talked about love in one, one episode. I think a lot of people didn't know how to talk about it because, even if they had been in love or felt like they'd been in love, they knew as a young person, so, oh, people listening to this are going to think a certain way of it. Disqualified. Yeah. So now we're at this point in our life where we're like, okay, we need, to, we need to hoard experiences. We need to hoard things that make us seem more adult because legally we may be, but we don't have, we don't know how to pay taxes. Everyone always says, why are we learning how to pay taxes instead of going to Cal class? Because we want to hoard those experiences so we can be more mature, right? So, yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone, I think everyone, everyone dreams. I, 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 I get concerned when, when there isn't a 
the time or space to, to, to actually fulfill those dreams. That's is, my concern. Is senior project that space, though? Absolutely. I think. I so disagree. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay, well, I'm taking that as a compliment. She seems cool to me. Um, okay, I think that, for me, what the, I don't know, like Nancy said, I also have to take AP, so it's not actually that long of a period of time. But for me, it's a few weeks where I can try something that I would like to do, potentially for the rest of my life. It's like, it's not an opportunity to have fun. It's an opportunity to figure out what I'm going to do with my life because I'm graduating high school and I'm going to be an adult. Like, I need to figure out what I'm doing. So that's what this is for me. Is that a kind of dream? No. Mm -hmm. I, no. You don't think a dream is like... It's not like... I don't mean dream yeah. like a fantasy kind of way. But is that no. Like well, if I think of like a dream, it would be me like being present. I'm almost done. Okay, um, it would be me, like, being president one day. I don't think, oh, yeah, a dream would be me knowing knowing that I'm going to wake up and go to work at 8 a.m. Because that's not a dream. That's my that's my reality. I know that's going to be my reality. So, and I'm going to have the good fortune to have that be my reality. That's not my dream. Yeah, I kind of agree with Sheriff. I kind of, like, I'm in the middle of both of you. It's because, like, you had to give you opportunity, but, like, I feel like when you're chasing your dreams, quote unquote, whatever, like I feel like there's too many parameters and boundaries, and you have to get this form in. Like, it's so annoying to me because like I just want to go do something, but I don't. Like, why is it so like? Get this, this, this. Go meet your person. Talk to them on the phone. Like, I just want to go do it. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's still school. Like, they have to make sure you get it done. I know, I know, but it's like. like oh, I'm so, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you wanted that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you want someone to chase your dreams, it just has to be kind of free, not like. I have, like, a completely different outlook on senior projects. Like, for me, I, mean, I was thinking about what I want to do. Like, I I mean, I work after school, and it's something that, like, I like to do, not something I want to do as a career, but, like, I feel like I have, and I, like, intern the summer. I don't know. I feel like I have an experience working, maybe not what my actual job's going to be, and I totally understand what you're saying in terms of this is the time to figure out what you want to do. But I kind of viewed it as a time to do whatever you want where you're not actually going to have to figure out what you're going to do. Like, you have your whole life to actually have to do something, to have to figure it right. out. But now you have this set parameter of time given to you by your school to do just something you like. Like, it doesn't necessarily, yeah. just to try something you like. Like, I'm not doing anything that, like, I could see as a career or something that I would want to do every day in the future. But I'm like, I have a few weeks to do something that I can leave feeling satisfied with what I did. And so that's how I chose mine. So I don't, it's like, to me, it was never something career-oriented, but more like GA is gifting you this time to just mm -hmm. figure it out. Like, just what do you like? Maybe it turns into something, maybe it doesn't. But they're giving you a few weeks, which, you, you know, we're not always, we don't really normally have. I think that contrasting opinions kind of show, go back to the idea of security. Because the reason I don't want to do something job-related is because I know that in college there's going to be so many people helping me get to my career and telling me to plan this and structuring time for me. And now it's like my only free time when I have no response, no immediate responsibilities. That's wonderful, guys. Thank you.